that was a fucking good one, dude. That was a good one, dude. That was a tight clap. And, dude, I'm like, right, are you cooling down? No, dude. I haven't even heated up yet, but I'll wait till after you. Are you cooling you down right now? Do what are you ripping wait? on? I have some Moonbow, like I, well, I was telling you about the other day. It's been, a, it's been one that um, has been suggested to me, and I tried it, and then... When I came in today, they only had a few left, so I was like, oh, I feel like I should get it again because I really enjoyed uh, it the first time. I might need you to send me some terps, man. I went to the, uh, I went to uh, actually our dispensary, the Ascend dispensary today, and got some terps. Nice. And it's not bad at all. I'm actually like pretty happy with it, but. Um, oh, no, I need a dab. You know, no one's, no one's really uh, stepping up to the plate on real heady guys solventless or real solvent stuff either too it's pretty limited just mostly like live resin combinations and batters and butters but what i have tried so far hasn't been bad at all so you know nice yeah what's the stuff i have i think this is some uh do -si do f2 butter but if you ask oh, that me, that looks it, good, dude. Yeah, not bad, right? Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. So seventy dollar gram of butter, though. <coughs> so it's a little, little on the high end. Is it kind of like how? Uh, it's like it, it was back was. in the early days. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I was. Uh, yeah, in Cali, where it's just like everything's just kind of. Yeah. You know, but it's Washington not bad. Too. I got an eighth of our uh, Ozone, which is a Sense <laughs> brand, flower brand of our premium, um, mm -hmm. and it's like a it's like a good strain for that was like high twenties okay. um, for like seventy bucks. You know, nice. so like pretty standard. That's that's actually yeah wow. Dude. Dude, it's good to see you. It's good to see you as well, man. It's, it's been, been a while. It's been a while. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's been a while. <laughs> <coughs> been a while. <laughs> since uh, since uh. <laughs> Oh, man. Wow. Fuck that wow. fucking song. <laughs> Dude, that wasn't bad. I did a big one. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's been. I like that you've replicated a similar um, like backdrop to the to the original setup. I really like the what I did with the last one, so that's why I went with the. I even tightened this one up a little bit. Like there this is go. really like a music theme going on. Mm -hmm. So we've got the Beatles here, and I've got the signed Weezer poster here, and then nice. the Woodstock, and then the Chris Lorenzo twenty. There you go. And then the drum set head. And then... <coughs> That's the stick. That's the drumstick that has Snarky Puppy on it. So, Hell all their yeah. signatures. Yeah, I found it due to the move. I'm so stoked. I thought I lost that. But you didn't come to that show with us, did you? In Yakima? I really when we I saw wanted him? to. I don't think... I don't think... Uh, I think I might have been going home. It was right around my birthday. So, I think there was something going on. I don't think that we... 
I don't think we synced up right on that one. Dude. I would have loved to have been there. You know? It was so lit. I broke you guys should you you and Braden that drumstick and it it that piece just like flew like literally at my face. If I hadn't been an avid listener paying attention, I could have lost a goddamn eyeball. I'm lucky. <laughs> if I didn't have lightning fast reflexes. Yeah, if I wasn't a fucking if I wasn't cat. A trained fucking. Yeah, if I wasn't an athlete. Dude, you have been, man. You've been doing those. It's been impressive to watch your progress with the rings, because I, Dude, as thanks. as someone that uh, as someone that you know saw you get them, and I was kind of like looking at you with these <laughs> rings, like, what is this guy doing, man? Uh, and then, like, to see you do the stuff we've been doing with them lately, I've been like, okay, like this is now I'm inspired. I'm like, okay, I I can see the dude. Get a pair, dude. Get a pair and try them, man. It, they oh, are gnarly, keep bro. My face, I, yeah, dude. But well, I'll, I'll you're some. gonna see, dude. I'm I'm working on it right now. I'm about to post it this afternoon. But I tried my first jump ones with them yesterday. It, I, it's it's it is laughable. But I get off the air. I get off. Oh, the, you gotta send me the bloop reels uh, of you want to, dude. I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll send Definitely it to you right see now. Some of those. Yeah. <laughs> I, but you can see it in my face, dude. The f- I do. I the first time I go up, it's really hard to get that far off the ground. Oh right? yeah, because I'm just. I so, mean, I'm well, so you're already trying to stabilize yourself. And, and then to, to, to to like yeah. <laughs> and then you can see <laughs> Jesus, it. I, dude. I, 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 get them like, <laughs> I get them like an inch off the ground, and then I stick it the first yeah. time, and I don't fall on my face. But I'm in the gym and I'm wearing a mask. But you can see it. I look. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I like look up at the camera Jeez. just like shocked. And then and then I try to do it again and I just flop, just slam onto my chest and my face. Um wow. but then I get I fucking rally, dude. I get back up and I land it two more times, even though it looks terrible. I gotta keep working on it. But I can like leave the ground and come back onto the rings and hold myself. Which to me is like I figured would be impossible. I thought for sure. I was just like yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try this. And I'm like, I could lose a tooth right now. Like that mm-hmm. was my thought process was I could immediately need to go to the dentist because I knocked my face open, you know? Um, but it wasn't that. So as far as I'm concerned, that's a fucking win. So yeah, there anyway, you go. anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> You've been uh, you've been hitting it, dude. You're looking good. You look like you've been losing weight still, crushing it. Yeah, I've been doing um, I've been doing a lot of uh, the kettlebell, just kind of like stuff in my room, like with circuits. Like I'll do like push-ups and then do some kettlebell stuff and then do like ab work in between, trying to just do like a thing, you know, like have like a. And also, I've been watching a lot of. I'm becoming a more fan of like the functional stuff, like watching these videos of like doing like a flow with a kettlebell, where For you sure. like, do like a workout with it, and then you just kind of repeat that, and you try yep. to make each motion. Like there is something to it when you're doing it with like a 30 pounder over a period of reps. Yeah. Um, and I've been noticing it's just like I'll I'll do that and I'll just get like I'm just like fucking sweating my ass off. I'm like, wow, this is, and it doesn't take too long either. So, yeah, I've been been doing that and kind of getting more into the the kettlebell um routines i guess dude i like that yeah i'm a big fan of kettlebells 
Street and I have the 50-pound one, too, for, like, doing squats and That's stuff. That's a big one. Yeah. I use it a, is, dude. <laughs> I use a 50-pound, a 45 or a 50-pound dumbbell for my, like, body, my, like, big weighted squats for, like, my goblet squats. But, like, otherwise, yeah, if it's with it, with it, I can't, like, swinging a kettle, like, 50-pound kettle, I'm... That's a lot of weight. I'd probably fucking that's probably throw it or lose it or something like that. That's what I would worry about. It's definitely like uh, like paying attention to like my my notice my grip strength has gotten a lot better too. Like especially with stuff like that, like swings and like like throwing it up and like doing just like full swing up like, to like clean jerk. Like that's like and like Turkish get-ups. I only do the Turkish get-ups with a thirty. There's no way I could do it with a fifty. I like tried. I like held held it up here, and I was yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I have to sit up now. Yeah, I don't think for sure. Like I just yeah. put it back down, and I was like, I'll get the, the shoulder. One. Yeah, the shoulder. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, dude, I don't want to hurt myself. I think that <laughs> it's like it's the right it's the right trick. Like I, I've noticed such an improvement in just like my overall strength, and then just like mobility strength too. Um, yeah. With just doing everything free rate free weights has been. It's great. And then also just it's amazing how much um uh like shoulder work um as like a supportive muscle group for all of the other like lifts and stuff like that that I do is, is super helpful. But um mm-hmm. yeah, dude, Serena and I Serena I think you've done it with me, but I, one of my favorite ones is you get like a twenty five or thirty pound couple uh, thirty thirty twenty five or thirty five pound kettle uh kettlebell and then you're you do swing squats right mm-hmm. where you're swinging up in between your legs and then you do like five to seven and then on your last one you swing up onto your right side and then you do back lunges five to seven and then you come back in for five to seven yeah. swings and then you go back to the left side the other side and then do five to seven and then you hit five to seven more in the middle and then you do like three to five sets of those and it's uh, just crushing dude <laughs> i like those things mm-hmm. those, i love it. you're out like this is exactly those sort of circuits you're talking about dude those are those yeah are, those, uh, those get you and and then it's like not a if, you, if you're doing it like with a good amount of you know a good amount of rest in between is still only like a minute or so you know a minute a few minutes and then going right back into it again like you can get a lot done for yourself and get like a good workout in you know yeah a short sh- amount of time Serena and I, so we do, we do goblet squats, heavy weight goblet squats, and then we superset it with one of those, with the the nice. swings, the swing sets, and then we immediately go into um, these super gnarly where it's a lifted single leg uh, lunge. So it's like your one leg's up on a bench, and then you yep. out on the other, and, and then, then like- you go you you lunge down. So you drop mm-hmm. you drop the butt down. And then we get like a lightweight medicine ball and you rotate out sideways across that leg and then back and then up. That's yeah, dude, it's pretty gnarly. So we're doing those up again when you're up. Yeah. And then when you come back up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like, even with like a 10 pound, I, I can only do like six to seven reps of those. And we do, we do three sets. We do three of those massive supersets. So it ends up being like, I think what's the count on it? It ends up being like 50, 50 to 55 squat slash lunge variations in a superset yeah. that are like movement based. So, and those shred. And then we go and do like 
the regular stuff. So then we go do thrusts, leg press, and then extensions, hammy curls, um, and calves. So, so you're that's been pretty good. So what you're saying is that you're getting absolutely ripped. <laughs> <laughs> You're just getting shredded. Dude, look you're at just... these. Look at, like, you see my goddamn quads? <laughs> no, don't. Dude, 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 <laughs> do not. That would be. You see my fucking quads, dude? It's like people are already like, okay. And then you're like, you're just going to start showing it. Dude, I don't even give a shit. It's uh, so funny. <sighs> but yeah, dude, it's um, we've been it's been nice. There's a nice little gym here at our new place. So it's been super awesome to have. There's... Yeah, dude, you are... We're in different. You're in the future right now. Oh, by the way, I'm in the future. Yeah. You're yeah. you're in the future. Like yeah. So what's it like back in yeah. back in 1246? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I've experienced that time already. Yeah, you already have had your time of the day. This time of day, it's already done and over with. So what did you do for the past two hours? Like yeah, dude, well, you. while you were just in bed sleeping, snoozing, I've been up doing chores. <laughs> Getting ready. <laughs> I've been up to... <laughs> been up since sunrise. Yeah. Um, vacuuming yeah. the curtains. Um, dusting yeah, the record collection. Um, so you, yeah, you could just tell me. You're like this Tending to the it. pigeon farm. It's so crazy that the sun rises over there first, like, but then the sun, yeah, it's just. Well, see, that's the thing is because you think, you think that's you thinking of the sun rising relative to you. Really, you're, we're rotating towards the sun. Yeah. So it's not, there's not, there's nothing first or last, right? It's just like, it, it's like yeah. constantly it's existing. Like, yeah. It's just interesting. <laughs> it is, I'm dude. Just, <laughs> it is totally interesting. Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> <laughs> dab, dude. Sorry. I'm just. <clears throat> it yeah, is, dude, it is crazy how flat it is here, though. Like we were talking about earlier when we were FaceTiming. Um, mm-hmm. And just the, that comment you made, I thought was really was pretty relevant was just like how used to looking out at the ocean we are and how just it's just flat and blue forever and, and the ocean now it seems so eternal yeah 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 now it's just like flat and green it's literally as far as i can see i don't understand is it weird not being close to the ocean do you think about that at all i do yeah i do i think the time at central helped because especially with the mountain range there, it was like you really uh, couldn't you even were removed. Yeah, we were, we were removed, but um, it is kind of nice because there's still a lot of water here, whether it be like lakes, the river, and stuff. or yeah, the rivers. There's a ton of different rivers, so I feel like I'm still near water a lot, which is interesting to say, but it's not the ocean. It's um, not near the big water. Just not near the big, not near the big water. Here's the small water over here. Here's small water. Uh, but it was, dude, it's crazy. One of the um, one of the sites <laughs> that I visited for uh, the my new job has is basically on a a pretty fast moving like local river. So it's not like the Mississippi or the Missouri. So it's just like a smaller tributary river. I'm not. I can't remember the name. 
-hmm. but the the building that we've retrofit in used to be this massive like nine building like timber processing like specialty custom tool warehouse brick building i mean it's like 200 years old right because it's in the northeast wow so it's it's nuts and they had over time they literally built in their own like dam system into the river and and had a generation system like a turbine a dam turbine generation system that where where this is going because that's that's so that's so sick it's so sick yeah i mean but i mean it's it's literally like decrepit and old i mean it hasn't been functional for decades or whatever but the fact that it existed at, at at all at any point is really really cool and interesting i was nerding out over it but there's like sections of the building that we've retrofit that look really nice that you're just like kind of hard to tell and then there's other sections of the building that literally look like they should be condemned but it's over like a protected river so it's like it's it dude it's like what do you do it's the cleanup on it would be so hard to deal with it would literally be a mess like haunted at all anywhere a hundred percent a hundred percent a hundred percent i'm not yeah yeah there's like old buildings over there dude and stuff like it's like that's what i'm saying that's what the whole because i've just i mean you know i've just been on a bunch of trip like a, a bunch of travel lately yeah. And that's the thing that we don't like. There's just like, oh, yeah, this building was built in 1804. You're like, Washington wasn't founded as a state till 1896. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, which is crazy to think about. But um, it's beautiful. Dude, it's, I definitely, it's way more green throughout this part of the U.S. than I thought it would be, being honest with you. Like all the way, everywhere I've been, like all the way through northern Missouri and southern Illinois and up through the northeast, tons of trees, tons of variation in trees, tons of shrubbery, lots of different grasses and flowers. Um, And then it's interesting, like things that you wouldn't see, that you wouldn't think normally do well here, do really Mm -hmm. well here. Like, you know that um, croton... Uh, plant that I have that has like the red leaves on it that are like yeah. also really green and like waxy they they can just plant those naturally in like flower beds because it stays oh, wow. it's always like hot and cloudy so there's never like direct sunlight but it's warm enough for the plant to like it and then it stays like humid right oh interesting yeah yeah so it's, it's like tropical plants do do like pretty well here um, so you see a lot of that in like the modern landscaping and, but then it's all mixed brick because again, this was all like, these are all like turn of the century cities that were at one mm-hmm. point built with wood and at, at like every single major city, like Chicago, St. Louis, a bunch of the cities in the Northeast, like they all had massive fires. So all of them were just like rebuilt with brick over time. So everything is made. Everything is made out of brick here. All of the houses are made out of it's brick. Just brick, everything. Yeah, and they look, they look very similar, right? Because they were built in like the same period. They just built n- entire neighborhoods, right? Like the same company with the same brick. So it's like you drive through like multiple blocks of just like the same houses that look the same, but on the interior they've been renovated or something like that. But then they're like a hundred years old, you know? Okay. Yeah, like um, I had to get my obviously I had to get my fingerprints done because I'm getting badged 
in Illinois for cannabis and mm-hmm. the building where I went to go get it done at was built in 1836. It was like an all wood dude. Michael, they had I could see I we were in the kitchen and you could see the generations of of like appliance that had been in there and where they cut like there was like pl- all the old plugs you could see like a hundred years of electrical plugs right all the way up to like a modern three prong back to like the original like just switch in like co- like corded just like i don't even know what it was called it was so <laughs> it was that long ago cut out into the original wood floor wow. <laughs> like, it was it's crazy dude you're like because they just are all then they become protected they're like commercial historic landscape landscapes or landslides excuse what am i what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. um and it's wow. you know yeah it's it's pretty it's pretty it's been interesting it's been interesting out here so and a lot of people look into that right so they protect them there's like the farmhouses people love to like live in the farmhouses and repair them and take care of them but then it's probably also terrible because it sounds expensive and tons of upkeep you know so mm-hmm. wow yeah, yeah i guess and and yeah i mean i've always thought about like oh yeah older buildings over there but you like it's to think about how old you know like 1830s like what that seems like i don't know I can't even hundred percent that place is haunted too. Oh dude. There's gotta be some there's some spirits hanging out. Fuck that dude. I'd be nice to him though. Just tell him just like what do you guys need? Like what's up, dude? What's up, spirit? Yo, like do you guys smoke? Do you guys blaze tough? <laughs> Can I blaze your spirit? No, don't do that. Be careful. You gotta blaze with them. What if they like? Can you light it for me? <laughs> That'd be. What's your feel, dude? What do you think? Like, if you had, you know, like if you had, if it's a situation that a ghost appears, like, are you gonna level with it? You think you can? Ha- you think you have that sort of? capability to like keep your shit together it'd be scary probably I'd be fucking I'd be terrified dude absolutely petrified you'd have to drag me out of there (laughs) yeah that sounds pretty scary now I'm like looking around dude we gotta fucking talk about something else I'm starting to get this isn't luckily I'm I I know that this building is a new is new construction because I was looking through the Google Maps when I was before we moved over here mm-hmm. on the street view like a psycho and I found an old photo from when this was just an empty lot. So luckily, this I think this is a, unless something happened in this room already. But yeah, that would be. What about for you? It's probably not haunted over there. That apartment. I don't think so. You're probably cool. Probably. What about dude, you, dude? I know you've been you've been hitting the shows. Things have been opening back up over there. I mean, slowly, yeah. We got the basement uh, comedy show the other day. Finally, back in the basement, which was nice. So that was cool. Um, 
yeah, stuff's been kind of opening up. Um, got some shows. I mean, we're going back to going back to Washington. We'll see each other in Washington in a few days. That'd be nice. Um, and see each other. What? No, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just uh, excited to kind of take some time off and go see some, go see family and friends. Yeah, and then, dude. That's, uh, when's the last time you got some time? Um, I think before the pandemic was the last time I was back home. So that'd be, nice. be nice to do that again. And then, uh, yeah, I'm excited for, excited for hopefully, you know, the we can keep the basement open with everything that's going kind of going on right now and i know uh, it's insane right over the next couple months yeah just like to keep having uh shows and trying to get on other shows you know and like like not having to hopefully not having to wear a mask and stuff but we'll see um yeah dude and then uh there was something else oh i've been uh I've also been um, doing this other open mic that opened up in Salinas, and uh, yeah, where's nice that at? Have, like, I think I think Serena was telling me about it. It's right downtown, on um, kind of like up the street from the XL. That's cool that multiple people are doing comedy st- stuff in Salinas. That's a pretty big deal. Well, it's like it's a music mic. But they're letting me go up, you know, in between the... Because you're just so good. You're just so funny. Well, I'm just, like, well, I was the only comedian for, like, the first, like, like, uh, I think four or five weeks they had it. And then a couple of my buddies came this last time. So, I don't know. Uh, they're letting us do it, I guess. So, we'll see how, see how it goes, you know. There was a good crowd there. That's awesome. This guy, man, oh, dude, I wanted to tell you this story. It's so funny. So this guy was, like, kind of, like, talking to me during my set at the thing, and I was joking with him, you know, and and playing off what he was saying a little bit. And he, like, I got off, and he's like, oh, nice, you know, gave me, like, a fist bump. And then we leave. We go down the street to say what's up to some people. And then we're walking back to my car, and it was, like, a probably, like, an hour, maybe an hour and a half later, he's, like just drunk this dude is wasted like no i was way. it's so funny because i didn't like he went from like being like no good set dude and then he's just like with his girl and he's just completely wasted Sloshed. and he's like oh, no he sees me and he's like hey the comedian he's like hey man and he like fucking comes up and like like hits me on the chest he's like what's up and his like girl is like standing there like trying to keep him walking and he i'm like Hey, dude, you know, and he's like, hey, man, you're funny, but, like, you got to keep working on your jokes, man. I was like, thanks, dude. (laughs) My my friend was with me, and he was just laughing. My buddy started laughing so hard. He was like, oh, shit. I was like, thanks, dude. And he's like, yeah, keep keep doing it, though, man. He goes, you're funny, but, like, you know, you could could keep keep working on it. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Wow. I was like, thanks, dude. And I was walking my car. I was like, what joke did I, what joke did I need to work on? Like, I was, I was like, fuck. You were like, god damn it, dude. It's just like a cliffhanger compliment. It was so funny. 
Uh, you just got to keep it. working on your jokes, man. <laughs> yeah. And it was, he's like, you're funny, but, and then he, when he said, but, and you're he started funny, to like say that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, thanks, bro. I just was like, thanks. I appreciate you. <laughs> he was just, he's all like, yeah, man, I'll see you later. And he's like, <laughs> Oh, that shit was hilarious. I'd rather to see this guy get up there. Hmm? I'd love oh. to see that guy get up there. I'm sure he's probably a hoot. Probably before his probably before his uh his drinks that he had, I'm I'm assuming he'd be a little bit better. Or maybe actually when he's when he's drunk he's probably his funniest, I think. He'd probably say some wild shit, dude. Some wild that's always, shit, dude. That's always yeah. the best when you hear when I'm at an open mic and there's somebody just saying some fucking wild shit. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. just like, holy crap. I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I'm like laughing, but to myself, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm just like, man. That's a thing like, that probably definitely happens. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you this stuff. I mean, I can't even say some of the stuff that fucking people say. <laughs> Only sometimes, though. Um, it's funny. Anything recently that you can share? Um, I don't want to give away other people's material, you know? Mm, there you go. That was a good, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Don't want to be telling their jokes. That makes sense. That makes sense. You don't want to be a thief, you know? I mean, I have been talking about something recently that I brought up with you that I thought was funny. Uh, we were watching Kitchen Nightmares, is right? Oh, is that yes, the, yes. With Gordon Ramsay, our guy, Uncle Gordon, and uh, it's such a good show. And I think we were sitting there watching it, and this is like before you moved, and we were like, "Like, dude, <laughs> he's." redesigning the menu i think was the part we were on you know he's like they've come in they've like painted the restaurant gordon's just like awful horrible and he's just like pull, pulling everything off the walls like, <laughs> he's like this place is he's like teching just... the dust on the top of everything yeah. and it's just like covered in his hands he's like when's the last time has this been cleaned cannot believe you guys even are open. Yeah, like, he's just like, fucking. <laughs> he comes in. He comes in. He orders 17 things off the fucking menu and eats one bite of every one of them and just com- fucking, just fucking complains, dude. Yeah, dude. It's the best job. Like, I would love to do that. Uh, and, uh, but what's so funny about when he's redesigning the menu is that there's always, like, the, the main cook or the owner or, like, the brother... The main guy, the kitchen guy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's the only one that is there to learn the menu. There's an entire fucking kitchen staff at this restaurant, dude. That just that just has to now. Like I just am picturing just like my experience of working, where you're like you're working, it's kind of slow. Like, I'm picturing, like, a slow day because the restaurant probably sucked, sucked, right? So beforehand, it was probably slow. You're just kind of chilling, cleaning, doing whatever. Um, and then all of a sudden, you come in the next day, and Brand your new boss menu. seems pretty stressed. And Gordon's there with a fucking white coat on, and there's cameras. And you're just like, 
what the like and then they're like here's and then gordon's like gordon's telling you how to make it dude <laughs> and he's doing all of his sound effects from his fucking cooking show he's you're like in you're, on in you're like 21 you know you're like 22 <laughs> years old you just you got this job six weeks ago you're just trying you're just trying to get make some money for the summer so you can buy weed so your mom gets off your fucking oh case oh my god and then Gordon Ramsay shows up at your spot and changes your entire fucking menu in one day. Entire menu. And then not only that, he invites the entire town to come eat there. And so there's a giant fucking line where Gordon's now turned into like some sort of fucking UFC announcer. He's just out there screaming, hyping the crowd up. And you're... It's, dude, it's the funniest thing. Like, I just, um, all those guys are just, you. they, they like, put, they, like, have the camera in there, and, like, the food's coming out wrong at some point. I love it. I love it. Gordon's, Gordon's not even, he's, like, he's not Gordon's even helping. The- he's not even helping. He's just yelling at them for making mistakes. It's like. <laughs> They're like, we've never made this kind of food before in our fucking lives. It's. Dude, it's like getting, imagine, dude. It's like getting a recipe. It's like getting one of your blue aprons and you have to make it 60 times. <laughs> In like two hours. You have to make no. 60 portions. No, 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 no. It's like it's like getting a month's worth of blue aprons and having to make all of them 60 oh times. <laughs> and, then, and then a bunch of people were like, I don't want that on there. I don't want this changed. I want this, I want I want this well done. I want that removed. And you're like, what the fuck? And you're like, you get put on one thing and you're like, okay, I'm just making. You're like, I've never even seen this ingredient before. You're like, I'm making all the meat. Like, that's the kind of one of the best spots to be in that situation because it's just the same. Like, it's just cooking the meat. Like, it's however you're cooking the meat. It's like. I mean, that's like the best. It's just large portions. It's like the division of that labor works well, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of how they do it, right? It's yeah, I mean, dude, last my night limited that experience, spot, there's, like a, there's like a hot side of the kitchen, and there's like a cold side of the kitchen. And so the hot side does like all the, like, cooks like the meat and like the, like all the stuff that needs to be like sauteed. Right. And like uh like the flat top use that too. And like kinda like the fryers a little bit as well. If you have a deep fryer at your place. And um and then there's like the cold side which is kind of just like the prepping of like all the like basically side dishes and like sure salads and that kind of st- yeah. Dude, I t- we were talking about were we talking about the dinner that I got last night on this yes, or, or, was dude. that were we recording already when we talked no, about that? No. Um I don't think we were. That, oh man. That was some intense looking stuff that you had on your Instagram. Dude, that's a bull rush. Bull rush St. Louis. This place was absolutely insane. Um Chef Ryan, I think his name was. He's a uh a, a Missouri native uh who's done a bunch of pretty impressive work before coming back and starting this restaurant. It's all like local locally sourced ingredients and foods from specifically this heirloom seed company that he's a part of Mm -hmm. that's that like that specializes in sourcing 
and protecting heirloom seeds of the U.S. and categorizing okay. them and putting them into a seed bank, which is pretty interesting. So, like, everything, most of what we had was vegetarian, but we did have some local meats as well. That was part of the seven-course meal. It was delicious. Um, and it was, like, you, we just – the only things that you could choose were the alcohol, basically, that you could enjoy. But we also did the pairing that went with the meal, um, mm. which was interesting. It was uh, two different wines and then a, a cocktail. And then I think – Oh yes, a cider, which was really good. So, okay, yeah. So that was honestly, man, it was just it was pretty awesome. It's a pretty pretty crazy experience, but it was also really affordable comparatively to like what's something like that that you would that you would pay for in California, in LA, or San Francisco. So um, that was kind of crazy, but it was what was most impressive to me about their setup is it was limited tables i think is maybe maybe 24 a 24 top and it was broken up into two 12 tables two to like 12 tops but they were like used like half use mm-hmm. um and then they it was just the chef and his sous chef in the middle and they had a hot and a cold side right and on one side was like a limited uh, burner and then a flat grill and then they had a gas uh, gas powered like tandoori oven like a small one like a really small one and then they had like a single like deep fryer and then a, an induction stove I mean they, it was literally like two kitchen islands put together and they were running the whole they were cooking everything from us and so a lot of it was like vegetable fresh vegetable stuff that was like pre-prepared that they could then come in and mix with like things that they were making fresh right there right but like everything would be fresh made fresh that day which was interesting so mm-hmm. um it was pretty cool it was a pretty it was a pretty fun experience and then it was just like a lot of like really yummy vegetable stuff and then uh, i tried we had what's called a um a guinea hog have you ever heard of this no this is interesting. So it's not a guinea pig, right? So a guinea pig is the small thing. It's a like technically it's a, a rat. A guinea hog is like a pygmy pig. So it's like a small hog, right? And they are were really popular during like basically up until refrigeration was invented because you couldn't harvest you couldn't store the meat that you would harvest from like a 300 400 pounds pig, right? So they basically had these smaller versions of these pigs that that was the most popular thing they would use for livestock at the time for eating because you could basically consume it within like a few days after. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. So there's people who have like still like retained these animals and I had locally sourced guinea hog and I had different. So I had bacon like pork belly from it i had some guinea hog prosciutto and then i had some um uh like guinea hog pate basically so it was really pretty crazy dude just interesting yeah interesting yeah Yeah. with like a locally sourced like braised apricot jam or like roasted apricot jam and like um like local sweet pickles you know so and then with like a like a cornbread 
with like yeah. a house made black walnut cornbread with the pawpaw in it. No so, way. Yes, dude. So and then I learned oh, about the pawpaw, dude. which was yeah, which I was basically the pawpaw, right? yeah, dude, the pawpaw. So which is yeah. basically like a form of a papaya, which is really interesting. But it was like a, a slave's version that came over during that. So this whole his whole menu specializes in food that's like 18th century through the 19th century during that like era when those sort of cultures were commingling and those flavors would have been coming together so i'm excited because they left i have a pawpaw seed dude so i'm gonna fucking plant this thing and then hopefully raise it up get a little pawpaw tree going dude see if we can get some pawpaw bread next year it'll probably take a while to fruit if it's if it's an average fruit tree i have to do some more research but it could be like three years before the pawpaw comes around frankly nice <laughs> anyway super interesting speaking of papa dude did I, I think i sent you the uh limp biscuit playing Lollapalooza and fred durst with the fucking handlebar mustache did i just send you that what is he oh, is he is he playing Lollapalooza with miley cyrus they played it in chicago and it was i'll send you the video but oh, no side note I tagged him in my video, the video that I posted of him, and he responded on Instagram. You're kidding me, Fred Durst. Yeah, I responded. I have the. What? Show you. You're yeah. D- are you DMing with Fred Durst now? Are you guys no, friends? But look. Oh my god. It's in it's in my DM list. Isn't that awesome, dude? You're so cool. But look at this guy. That's Fred Durst? Yes. <laughs> isn't that isn't that crazy? Yeah, look. When did he get that, that old? Look at this guy. What the fuck is going on? It looks like James Hetfield. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Look him up on Instagram. It was just crazy. I, 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 I like, I don't know. I mean, back in, you know, when I was a kid, that was like music that people in my family were into. And so kind of grew up on. He's fucking insane looking. Why are you only have six posts? What the fuck? Yeah. But he's checkmarked, so I'm like, it's got to be him. Son and dad. They have a new song out. I think they're putting a new album out, dude. It's like crazy. Limp Biscuit. Yeah, it's pretty insane. That is insane. That, that I'm like, what the seem, heck? <laughs> that does not seem advisable to me. I just think it's funny. That seems like a poor idea. Yeah, I just thought it was something. I didn't. I figured you hadn't seen it, but at this like, I just I thought it was crazy. I saw the picture, and then I, they're like, they're playing. They have playing today. Like, oh my, and, I, and I watched the YouTube video, and I was like, oh shit. I was like, they're fucking playing live shows. <laughs> crazy. I never he's really just like liked so. That. He's so chill on his the stage. It's like hilarious. Yeah, I've never really been a big Fred Durst fan. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I just 
I wasn't like a. I just knew the music was around the like the music growing up, you know. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm not like a diehard Limp Biscuit fan by any. Are you means. sure? Yeah. What's your favorite song? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> There's several good ones. I don't know if I have a favorite one. <laughs> several. They have several hits. What's your favorite say. song? What's your favorite album? I think. How many times have you other. seen seen them live? I haven't seen them live. Six times. I almost. I almost was going to. They can't. Speaking of, they canceled all their shows. I think because of all this. Uh, because of every the restrictions and stuff that's going on, I think all the shows have been canceled, which I'm kind of getting nervous now because I have, I have tickets for like next month. I have tickets to a couple shows. I'm like, please. What shows? Uh, I'm gonna go see Megadeth and Lamb of God and uh, Hatebreed, and I'm like, please let me be able to go see them at the. Oh, that's a conquered. super spreader event too. That's a non-vaccinated crowd bleeding all over each other for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. I mean, I don't know. I feel like what do they say? California, it's like over sixty percent of the people now. I think they said are vaxxed. No, that's kind of serious. And then I think fifty percent of America. That's the latest statistics that I've been seeing. Not in fucking Missouri, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that a hundred percent. These people are doing <laughs> these smoking cigs. To get the COVID vaccine, I swear to God. Uh, just yeah. Oh man, dude, should dude, I, you got to tell me. Okay, so there's a. St- no, no, no. I got to tell you the sick story. Okay, yeah. Tell me that one, and then you got to tell me the other one. Okay, so. One of my first observations of being here is that people smoke a lot <laughs> of fucking six. <laughs> 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 So, like, a lot of cigs. And it's crazy because people stopped on the west side, west coast. People don't really smoke cigs anymore. Not th- not this many. Not this many, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say more than half of a workforce is smoking cigs. Which is, like, I, that, it hasn't been that many people. I can't even. It's never been that many people since I've been working in Washington. Mm-hmm. So... Or, or or California, right? Maybe, I mean, even at like big can, I mean, dude, uh, Inda, like there, we'd be at spots that had over a hundred people working in a day, over two hundred people working in a day, and there wouldn't be one person who smoked cigarettes. Yeah, or like maybe one. Maybe one, and you wouldn't even be able to notice because they like felt so ashamed about it. They had to like hide in their car on breaks. Yeah, they're just like they're just like walking around like, like. Yeah, like, uh, so it's insane. Right, so, so, but <laughs> the other day, I'm like walking into a meeting, and there's a large area where people are hanging out smoking sex. Okay, and within this, I mean, it's a large area. And when I say a group of people smoking sex, I'm talking thirty head, th- thirty people. Okay. It's the most people so I've like seen. A just whole pack is being smoked at one time. Pack and a half, them. no problem. Just okay. being, just being killed in minutes, in seconds, just deleted. <laughs> yeah, deleted. Okay. 
I haven't seen that many people smoking in one place since like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Okay. Like I like uh, <laughs> Anyway, so for this one large group <laughs> So for the <laughs> Like I serious, dude. People don't smoke like this on the West Coast. You it's couldn't so even crazy. recall a moment in your action in your own personal experience of life where you've seen that many people smoking. You had to refer to like a movie that's fucking <laughs> I guess it would be like outside of a venue, like a pack. You're thinking venue. of like a distant generation. <laughs> that's what I, I'm can't even I guess that's like not fair. That's not fair. I should I back know, up. That's funny. not fair. I should unravel that. It's like it, it would. It's like being at like a concert. You know, It'd be yeah. like being at a show, and you go out to like the little chain linked smoke area they have, and yeah. it's just it's just packed with people. It's like it's that sort of situation, right? But this isn't a club. This isn't a venue. That has 15,000 people at it right now, you know? Um, anyway, so for this for this total group of people smoking, there's one of those, like, chimney ashtray things, you know, that has, like, the big basin at the bottom. Kind of looks like a bell almost. Yeah, for like sure. A skinny bell. Yeah, and it has, like, the stainless steel thing on it. So you, like, you're supposed to, like, put your cigarette out, and then you can stick it in there, and then, like, it collects the butt so you can, like, throw it away, right? Well, these people are watching them just like drain these smokes and they're not putting them out. They're just tossing them into the Okay. Into the chimney thing. Just so there's just hot butts in They're there. just shooting shooting them in there, not just, putting them out. Just and I'm hot I'm with butts. someone and I make the joke and I'm like Yo, wouldn't that be funny if you know, like if they don't put enough of those out, that thing could just like catch fire and we're like, ha ha. So then I go into my I go into my meeting. The meeting is hours long. I'm in this place for literal hours. Okay. I mean I can't there's even tell multiple over three multiple packs being drained over into three. This. <laughs> <laughs> there's just <laughs> everybody's got a rotation. Everybody's got like the first break, the lunch, the <laughs> so so I come out after multiple hours in a meeting. And I come out, and I, the first thing I see is the uh, the chimney ashtray, and this thing is shooting up smoke like it's a fucking turn of the century locomotive, dude. Like mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding you, dude. It's just like barely out. Of, it looks like someone should have put there's like a fog machine stuck to the bottom of it, right? And I and I'm like, and I realize that there's not a, there's nothing power there's there's nothing adding smoke into this the smoke is being generated out and i'm like okay that thing is definitely on fire and so then i'm like hey and i turn back to the same person i made the joke to and i'm like yo i think it's actually on fire now (laughs) we had to like go over there and sure as shit we like talk talk to someone about it and they go and it's like kind of hot but they managed to like pop the lid off and sure enough there's just smoke billowing out and you can see just like That's little so flicks of crazy. flame coming out of the top and so they were able to they were just drilling these smokes and throwing them in there at such a rate and creating such a pile in there that the whole thing just went a blaze and they had like to extinguish all it these hot butts just like on top of each other just yeah like just hot hot nasty and then they keep the yeah the fact that more and more and more and it's just like 
it's just it just ignites. <laughs> it was insane. It was absolutely insane. That I mean, dude, so the thing crazy, the thing bro. looked like a like a, a like an incense urn from the Vatican on like Easter. You know, it was like we were like clearing the spirits out. It was insane. Mm-hmm. That so. is crazy. Yeah, dude. So that was that was um. It made me happy that I don't smoke anymore. You know. I know you were there and helped, but I just for anybody out there who might be considering moving across the country, I just wanted to. Oh um, yeah, hit us with uh, hit us with your experiences. Yeah, I wanted to tell you some some tidbits. So first off, um, you know, if you bring your significant other with you with, um, to when you go and buy the U-Haul, uh, and if they take one look at it. And they immediately say that it's too small. You should trust them and immediately get a larger U-Haul. Okay? So I'm going to start by saying that. Okay? (laughs) And uh, you shouldn't fill it with a bunch of stuff before you decide that you need (laughs) to to go get a fucking new one. (laughs) So I... um. (laughs) Reserved to you all, that was definitely way too small. Serena and I go and pick it up. Serena, in her infinite wisdom, immediately realizes that it's going to be too small. Me and my infinite ego is like, no, that'll be fine. Absolutely okay. This is not going to be a problem. (laughs) We start getting it packed, and I immediately realize that this is going to be a problem. We get it halfway packed, and I start selling our fucking furniture. Oh my god! So I sold this dude. This dude literally. I show up to help him, and he's like, "I got a bunch of stuff on offer up right now." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, you know, you're just liquidating over here." <laughs> it was such a nightmare. I like realized it. So it's like we sold all of the bedroom <laughs> furniture. We sold you're all like of the, the living room furniture except for the couch and like the TV and the speaker system. So there's just like no entertainment stand, no coffee table. We have no nightstands. Can no- I just make a note here that when you're selling this stuff, you also have everything necessary to transport it and you have me to help lift it. So these the people that are buying this stuff, it's like a continuous like they're just overwhelmed that we're like this prepared mm-hmm. to give this stuff away. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they, it was great. We had that little. There was that like that like handicap parking spot right outside of the the door out of the elevator. Yeah, and then they were just parking. It's like right we were a fucking shipping right and receiving facility, dude. dude. We're just we like rolling been... out this stuff, loading it right into their car. We're like, see you later, and we got like tank tops on, and we're just fucking wedding. We're just like. I like followed up. I was like, hit me, hit me with that five stars on offer up, dude. Yeah, you like, yeah, you should get some fucking textbook reviews, like just hundred percent five golden, like just. That was probably the easiest had a, part. He had a guy and a cart, and like, I didn't even have to. It's like I didn't even have to get out of my car. He could have just thrown it in the back and been like. It's yeah, just, me, like me, liquidating, me liquidating my belongings was the easiest part of the fucking move, probably. <laughs> yeah, and a couple of times I forgot we were, so I was, like, thinking about how we were going to put stuff in the truck, and you're like, over here, and then I'm like, 
what? And then it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, Mikey's, getting, Mikey's getting rid of this stuff. <laughs> like he's selling this to a stranger. It's like in between in, trips in to near, the U-Haul. <laughs> I put up, I just put, we everything got up and was sold in literal minutes. It was like less than an hour. It was yeah, crazy. It was hilarious. Oh, so, so we sold everything and then still realized that there's not going to be enough room in a U-Haul. Thank God Michael is kind enough to go with me. And by the way, when I like booked this U-Haul, when we went and picked it, when I went and picked it up, there was like no U-Hauls in this parking lot. And this is like the main U-Haul for San Jose. Now, mind you, San Jose is pretty big, Santa Clara County, so there's a ton of other U-Hauls. But I'm like panicking because realizing that I'm going to have to get one and then I need one the day of and we're like uh-huh. moving in two days so I called U-Haul and that first fucking guy we talked to oh my god that, this fucking guy this this guy we talked to initially he's like yo um, oh the U-Haul people on the phone yes you remember oh, that dude that, that one was guy a f- dude that was a straight like this guy goes this guy goes uh yeah sorry man there isn't a U-Haul of that size available in the entire Bay Area. Just which says, is just an insane statement which to make, is, by the way. <laughs> People of U-Haul, I hope you're fucking listening to this <laughs> because you're, one of your employees told us there's not a single 15-footer in the Bay Area, which yeah. is just outlandish to say. But it's such like, a huge To space. know the rotation of inventory for the entire... There's no way that your logistics system is that up to date that you that on fucking trucks that you know... Like, dude. Sorry. I just thought it was... I oh, remember no, you're, you're, right. you're like, oh, I'm calling somebody else. And we were just like calling every place. Yeah, dude. I mean, you were helping me call, thank God. And then we finally... And then we talked to a guy. We talked to the homie. Um, who hooked me up with the first one? Kaz, I think. No, what's his name? Do you remember his name? Remember we rolled oh, that up one dude that was yeah, like, like got f- you, my guy. Yeah, he looked like he followed the dead for a while, you know. Yeah, um, he had a sweet bun, dude. God. Anyway, so Raz, Kaz, Daz, Chaz. He. Um, I think it was Chaz. Was it Chaz? <laughs> That feels like it's. It feels like it was Chaz. Are you sure it wasn't Daz or Raz? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Raz. I don't think it's Raz. Yeah, that, you're probably that right. Have, I would have remembered Raz or Daz. Those um, are just. <laughs> I never met a Daz. What the fuck? <laughs> um. So Daz hooked it up, and we were able, <laughs> we were able to just back the ten footer up. <laughs> to a 15 footer and just tra- and just transfer everything over and then there's that weird old guy who came by and like hey you know what i call this huh no yeah that fucking old guy <laughs> dude old guys love to comment on shit like that they bro. totally do yeah total total <laughs> he said i wouldn't even say this we oh, call this a call shuttle this a- a shuttle run or something like that yeah, is what he was saying. Weird shit. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm like sweating bullets. It's like 95 yeah. fucking degrees in July in San yeah, Jose, cause, dude. Because people, we put all the fucking furniture first in the U-Haul because we're like, we'll get all the heavy stuff and do that first so that everything else we can kind of fit around it. And then, <laughs> so... <laughs> That was uh, 
That was fun. And then you were CDL Maiko. That was a great... Uh... CDL Maiko checking in. Yeah. You're driving the fucking U-Haul. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was it was good. I was glad I was able to help you guys. Help you guys well, move. Yeah, then we got packed. And then you had to go. And then we were waiting for the car shipping place. Okay. Yeah, so you shipped your I car. really, I ha- you guys, I shipped my my BMW. I am, I am just so up. Do not go to this business. Ship a car direct, fucking ever. I don't really know what business you should go to, but do not go to that one. Do more research or something. I thought I did enough. I thought I found a reputable business. It was an absolute fucking nightmare. These people apparently run a distribution logistics business. I. I have no idea what they're actually doing. I, have no I, I was witnessing clue. it. I was witnessing this nightmare, and I can vouch for you on this. It was insane the way that there was, like, the dispatching of the drivers and the contact and the – it was so bad. Like, it was so bad. It was so bad. My car was supposed to be picked up on, like, Saturday before noon. I had all that planned. It was so good we could still leave the morning of Monday. We had an eight-hour drive, nine-hour drive to Elko, Nevada, which is like eastern Nevada from Bay Area, California. That's a long-ass drive. Mm-hmm. And I built in that time. And then I'm like, they call, they let me know that I'm supposed to hear from them 24 hours before the pickup date just to know when they're actually the time that they should be coming. So like Friday at like 3 or 4 o'clock rolls around, which, by the way, is my last day at Houseplant. And I'm in fucking Sacramento teaching the natura team how to make fucking houseplant pre-rolls right up and and finishing the sops until like six o'clock i don't hear from them so i call their company and they're like oh yeah sorry we were gonna call you uh the driver had truck problems and he's not gonna be able to be there tomorrow i'm like so when are you when is he gonna be there and they're like oh he's gonna come pick it up sunday now and i was like okay thanks for letting me know so first off i should have known then that it was gonna be a fucking disaster but what am I going to do? It was like scheduled. These mm-hmm. things take a while to put together. So anyway, and when Saturday afternoon rolls around, I still don't hear anything from Mike. So I call him again and no one's, no one's picking up. So now it's like Saturday afternoon and I'm just guessing I have the driver's number. I call the driver's number. It just yeah. never, it just rings to voice. It's like while we're, mo- while we're moving, you keep like, yep. you keep, I, mean, I remember is, you kept like trying to get a hold of the guy and stuff and. And then, and then, meanwhile, we're having the U-Haul disaster, and then I d- can't get a hold of the truck driver. Sunday comes around. Now I call the business. The business is closed. So I have to try and elevate it to corporate, and I, like, I send, like, multiple emails, and then I finally get a call from someone from their customer service who's like, hey, we're trying to figure out where the driver is. And I'm like, thank yeah. God. And then they finally are going, okay, now it's going to be tomorrow on Monday. And I'm like, okay, what time? Because I'm literally moving tomorrow. I need to be out of this place no uh-huh. later than noon. And he's like, okay, I promise you I will be there at 9. I'll be there at 9 a.m. tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So it rolls around. We get ready to get the car out at 9. He's not fucking there. So I call him. He goes, I promise you it will be before noon. Noon's like the absolute cutoff. I need to get out of there because it's such a long drive to Alka, which, yeah. by the way, I've already booked the hotel for, and it's too late to cancel it. This fucking guy doesn't show up. My car is not on the trailer of this truck until 4 p.m. on Monday. 
Serena and I didn't get out of San Jose until like 4.30 because the truck was packed and ready to go. We've been packed and ready to go since before noon at like 11, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't get out, and then it's rush hour on Monday afternoon in Bay Area, and it's just an what was supposed to be a seven and a half, eight hour drive with stops turns into a 10 and a half hour drive. And we don't get into Elko, Nevada on that first day until like three in the fucking morning and four in the morning. It was just absolutely terrible. It was so bad. So then within, you know, the drive was way better after that. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was actually like gorgeous. It was a pretty, pretty chill drive. Um, I severely underestimated how much gas I would need to buy. I, I, it, it's appalling to me how inefficient these trucks are still. I, like, I can't. Under, I just don't understand. I guess it is a, a full U-Haul, like an entirely full U-Haul with thousands. Yeah, like you had a lot of. You guys so, had, you know, both of your belongings in there. You know. Yeah. So, so you know, I guess I guess there's that, but still though, I mean, it was averaging like seven miles to the gallon. It was just brutal. It was so bad. Oh damn. Yeah, it was terrible. That's pretty bad. Um. Did you just feel then, like you had to get gas like every. Like major stop, pretty much. Basically, I was I, you know, we were, I got gas twice a day, hundred dollars. So I spent two hundred dollars a day on gas. Easy. Wow. Yeah, it sucks. Wow, dude, that's like gnarly. Brutal. Yeah. So, you know, it, but we got it. We did. We made it. St. Louis is. We're getting used to it. I have. A, I should post it. I have a video of him backing my car. Off of the very top row of the fucking truck. Dude, that's... <sighs> uh, that's uh, so... Uh, yeah, I'll yeah you should too. post it when the episode comes out. Post it in the stories. Yep. So uh, they can see what you're talking about. Because that, like... I, I don't even... There's no way I could sit there and watch that. If that was me. That, dude, that was my car. My man Jonathan was a homie. He, ripped, he whipped it, dude. He got it right down. Handed it over. I said deuces and I said thank you. And we were out of there. Oh, but I had to fucking Uber to a Walmart because he just decided to try and tell me last minute that our roads are too thin to have the car delivered, even though I live in like the middle of downtown St. Louis on a fucking six lane road. Oh, wow. So I had to Uber. I had to Uber to a Walmart like three miles, four miles away from me. (laughs) Where he was parked, <laughs> and then he was picking up his goddamn phone. So I had like I had to drive Such around the place flex. with the Uber, you dude. Just roll into a Walmart. And you're like, back your car off this fucking top of this truck. <laughs> drive out of there, dude. Like you got to do it here. We got her though. We got her. Hell yeah, man. So anyway, um, so so if you have to ship a car. Do it with a better business. Um, make sure you get the right size U-Haul. Give yourself more than four days to move across the country. There you go. That's pretty solid advice. <laughs> oh, and budget like seven to eight thousand dollars to do it smoothly. Mm, that was like not even. Not even as smooth as... Not even that smooth, but to do it. The U-Haul alone is like $3,800. Yeah, I mean... 
from when I moved here, it was like, I think, fifteen or sixteen hundred for the just the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, they like jacked wow. it up in rebound pricing when COVID and nobody was moving, and now everyone's moving post COVID. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. All right, man. Well. Oh yeah, dude. Always a pleasure. Missed you. Yeah, I mean you're in the future now, so it's almost four twenty.